Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, in today's podcast, I will be picking up with part two of our current series entitled, Lucifer's One World Religion is Arising. In our last message, we began to address the profound position Roman Catholicism will hold in the One World Religion that will serve the Antichrist in his global reign, and also how the current pontiff, Pope Francis, is playing a vital role in its development through his many interfaith efforts and official declarations, and we will be continuing in this vein. In this effort, I will be reviving some of the messages that went forth via the radio broadcast of Love's Last Call, because hopefully the podcast will reach a larger audience, and their content holds even more significance now than when they originally went forth, because not only are we prophetically in the last days, but even the last minutes before the end of the age commences. And because time is short, The Holy Spirit is about an intense work of sanctification in readiness for the Lord's soon coming. As we consider these things, holy discernment confirms that without a doubt, we have reached a critical time on the earth when the prophetic word of God is unfolding before our very eyes through the current events that are playing out across the globe. And yet many in what is known as the Church of Jesus Christ have drifted into viewing these significant happenings through the lens of worldly ambitions and the motivations that are manifested by man's own perspectives and fleshly-driven desires. Jesus referred to this religious dilemma as the Laodicean condition that reflects the church of the last days. It exposes an organization that has become so rich, wealthy, and earthly-minded that it feels it needs nothing more than the power it professes to have tapped into, not realizing that by God's perspective and sacred standards, it is wretched and miserable, poor, blind, and naked. This lukewarm and pleasure-seeking church no longer sees itself as separate unto God in holiness, and therefore it has become easily enticed to join the many worldly endeavors that are growing in power, with Antichrist persuasion, as each new day draws us closer to the Lord's return. Not the least of these being Lucifer's one-world religion, which will be the platform upon which the Antichrist will wield his global governmental and economic empire. The true Holy Spirit discernment that provides a guard of safety against these lying schemes of the enemy has been neglected to the point that it has become virtually non-existent. In an article written for Rapture Forms entitled, The Death of Discernment in the Church, keen insight to this tepid dilemma is granted. I'll be gleaning from their sacred perception while interjecting additional Holy Spirit insight as well. Many Christians are unaware of their obligation to judge and test all things. However, Scripture makes certain that genuine believers in Jesus need to take discernment and sacred judgment seriously 
because of the great responsibility it holds, not only on earth as his divine purposes are being fulfilled, but also for the great responsibility that awaits us in the future when Jesus sits on the throne of David in his millennial reign. In Philippians 1, 9-10, we read, I pray that your love may abound still more, and in real knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve the things that are excellent, in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ. And in 1 Corinthians 6, 2-3, it is also written, Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? Do you not know that we shall judge angels? How much more matters of this life? And in Acts 17, 11, the Bereans were commended for rightfully judging Paul's teaching. He writes, They received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily, to see whether these things were so. The Apostle John also warned and exhorted Christians regarding discernment. In 1 John 4, 1, we read, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Take away the ability to discern objective truth, and the church turns into cafeterias serving whatever junk food people want instead of the disciplined diet they need for spiritual life and health. This becomes even more critical when it concerns the biblical and unadulterated word of truth that alone leads the unsaved to genuine eternal life salvation through repentance of their sins and complete trust and devotion to Jesus Christ only. Without a steady diet of the whole counsel of God, churches become entertainment centers for goats instead of sanctuaries for the shepherd's sheep. Unregenerate people who are never exhorted to examine their faith will continue attending church to enjoy the music, entertainment, and the feel-good messages. And tragically, unless these people are confronted with their sin, their need for the Savior and the eternal consequences of spurious faith, even though they may say, Lord, Lord, they are destined to hear these terrifying words from Jesus. Depart from me, for I never knew you. In 1 Peter 2.9, we are given sacred recognition of the true church of Jesus Christ. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And in Ephesians 5.11, we are given the sacred exhortation. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. And yet, in the modern and lukewarm church of the last days, we see a growing trend of people coming together under the banner of what can only be a false unity that is built on superficial and deceptive enticements that exalt man's good works, that in turn are leading them into the culmination of the Antichrist one-world religion, which will offer him the homage and worship that alone belongs to the one true and only God of all creation. One of the most dangerous of these Antichrist endeavors that is drawing many into the great apostasy is ecumenism. To gain deeper understanding of what this counterfeit movement is all about, 
and how it is seducing multitudes into its destructive deception. Please allow me to share a commentary written for Jesus as Savior Ministries entitled, The Modern Apostate Ecumenical Movement, Yoking with Satan in Jesus' Name. And again, I will be interjecting additional Holy Spirit insight, and therefore it will not be a direct quote. As God's prophetic word of truth continues to unfold before our very eyes, there is a great emphasis in the church today on uniting professing Christians of all denominations and beliefs. The persuasive message is that we're not so different after all, and so we can work together to strengthen our cause. However, the differences between true Christianity that is founded on the unadulterated word of God's truth and the many counterfeits that proclaim to be Christian but are false replicas are in reality as starkly opposed as darkness is to light. The word of God forbids this false unity. In 1 Corinthians 6, 14 to 18, it is written, Do not be bound together with unbelievers, for what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? Or what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, just as God said, I will dwell in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, come out from their midst and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. And yet, in opposition to the Holy Scriptures, the extremely dangerous and antichrist ecumenical movement contends that by setting aside theological differences, even when they oppose the truth, we can help each other in the things we do all agree upon in order to keep unity with the brethren. This may sound superficially noble, but at the heart of its true intention, it holds the masked eventual acceptance of all false and diverse belief systems that will comprise the Antichrist one world religious empire. And this is where we must pause for today, beloved. In our next podcast, we will pick up where we left off today, which will eventually lead to a more in-depth investigation of Pope Francis and his interfaith efforts that are promoting the Antichrist one world religion that Revelation describes as the harlot that rides the beast in his proposed global takeover. Until then, and as always, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.